Hey guys, Morgan here. I wanted to touch base and give you three pieces of news. One good, one bad, and one Western. <laughs> so in our bad piece of news, unfortunately we had to end this podcast. The good news is that we ended this podcast to start another. You're about to hear an episode of it where we talk about everything from Red Dead Redemption 2 and our first impressions to what we expect for the multiplayer to dicks at some point in the western news that we're probably going to do that a lot upcoming so you can listen to this episode if you like it there'll be a link in the description where you can click to subscribe to that feed it's called five minute geek and i hope you like it enjoy hey guys welcome to five minute geek your weekly geeky podcast brought to you by the drive by dogs my name's morgan i'm ian this episode today brought to you by our good friends over at loot box uh you'll be happy to know that it's just us Loot Everyone's box. favorite two-person podcast. You know what comes in a loot box? More than two Stuff. things. We would not be enough gold. to fill a loot box. Right not, now. Gold, not mold. <laughs> gold, not mold. Guys, welcome to the show. This is the show where we try to take carefully curated pop culture roundabouts and uh, 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 position them in a way that's easily under. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about some things that we like. Uh, we're about three weeks out from having our host Fritz back. Uh, we've been playing for the last seven months as he's been I- in Iraq. <laughs> not in Iraq. Freaking cowering. <laughs> what, what a bad thing. That's just me saying he's a bad soldier. It's like the <laughs> worst insult for someone in the military. Uh, Fritz joined the military. He'll be back in a couple weeks. Until then, Ian and I are going to just gossip, and you'll have an episode. Yeah. <laughs> Without any further, further ado... <laughs> You you were playing Red Dead when I came into the office. You can just day. you guys can just for this episode just listen to me breathe heavy as I play Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> uh, I've got achievement: survive three days holding a bounty of two hundred and fifty in all states. What? I have a bounty. <laughs> <laughs> so that counts when you're just sitting paused in a room. Apparently, that's the best way to get an achievement. Oh wait, I didn't get that achievement. It's just just dim- showing me what achievements were. <laughs> anyway, but. Yeah, I've been playing it. I'm not. Is that, that you like in a conversation with your girlfriend about what life could be better? She's like, "Yeah, I just really wish you treated me better." You're like, "Oh my god, I'm treating you better." It's like, "No, I'm just saying you could." Like, <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Okay, I get it though. <laughs> I get it, and I'll try. Yeah, but I don't know. I I'm not like super far into it. I just kind of. I mean, it just came out. It's it's Saturday. Is it Saturday? What day is it? Today's Sunday. It's not Saturday. I didn't have time to play it yesterday. It came out Friday. came out Friday. We had a Corbin's wedding on Saturday. I was really busy all weekend. Today. Didn't really have time to play it. I am just like a couple hours after you get done with like the prologue. Like, like I don't know. I don't know how far I am into it. But it's amazing so far. It which, is which does speak like huge amounts for, for something that you were anticipating as much as you are. And then – yeah, the I mean, I, I, I said, amazing. like, mark my word, like, I'm not going to be disappointed. I've never had more faith in a game is what I said on this <laughs> podcast. It, it and is I was right to have it. It's, it, it's, even, it's even better than I thought it would be. It is so good that Saturday morning we met up so that we can drive to Corbin's wedding together. And when I walked into the office, I see Ian is installing it on <laughs> our console here in the office. Yeah. <laughs> so I, he said so I could play it. What he really meant. Was the, so when he comes here in between podcasts, he can play. Yeah, I, I never have to stop playing it. I leave my house, come here, and play it. <laughs> you can take it to your night job, even. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but it's incredible. I, I like it even. I say I like it even more than I thought I did because I love all the things I knew I would love. But I, I, w- I was kind of had like I didn't know if I would be super pulled into like the story and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
a bit a big problem that people have with it right now is I mean it's a slower paced game. It's like more it's more of like a relaxed right. game to play. Sometimes you'll be uh, have some like crazy action stuff, but it's just like some like more mundane stuff. But but it's so immersive that it's still so entertaining. Um, but a lot of people say that like the first couple hours are really really boring because you're like kind of it's not the o- the world isn't open to you yet. You're like it's basically introducing the, the characters to you like the gang. And you're in like a snowy area, and uh, it's it's a lot more slow paced and stuff. But I absolutely loved it. Like if you can get through that, especially like it, that really like pulled me in. Like I I like different so members of the gang more the than the, yeah. Now. I care. I literally like care about some characters. And I dislike a couple people in the gang, and like I'm like oh, I hate those guys. Th- um, th- that's cool though. Like, but they did it all purposefully, like the ones you're supposed to dislike, and it's amazing. I'm probably an outlier here, but in the first Red Dead, I didn't care about anybody. I played maybe 60% of the story, and I, I yeah. just decided to go around and like jerk off rabbits. And the, the dialogue's really good. The first two, the first two, uh, the first couple hours, it's just like a good, it's like a Tarantino film. It's like the Hateful Eight, pretty much, because you're <laughs> in snowy and it's a western. Yeah, but. Uh, no, it, it's, it's it's really nice. Is that the only complaint people have so far? Is the pacing the beginning? That's all I've honestly seen is like people being like, "Man, I wanted to play, but like it's just like the first. It's so boring at the beginning. It's like so slow. I'm just like, all right, get over it. Because well, it's it's yeah. kind of supposed to be for like the contrast of like once the world is opened up to you. Like it's mm-hmm. supposed to be like a big moment and stuff. So. Yeah, it 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 looks really good. Uh, I'll say too, even beyond gameplay. One of the things I commented on was the lighting. Oh, you, the lighting you were walking through a forested area, and just the way that the light pierced through the leaves yeah. and the trees, and the way that and that's not even the best lighting. The best lighting I think is there's like a big city. It's supposed it's basically their version of a uh, of New Orleans. Okay. Um. And it is like at nighttime with like all the lights, like it's like or the orange lighting and stuff. It's so beautiful. Like th- this is the most beautiful game. Like I've ever played. Can we play a game real quick, you and me? Yeah. So in this game, I'll name a city, and y- all you have to do is tell me what state that city is in. In this game. In this it, game, the, the that you states and I are, are playing different. Right I think this is like oh, New no, Austin or something. Yeah, this has nothing to do with Red Dead. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I'm gonna name a city, and then you have to tell me what state this city is in. All right. We're gonna start I shouldn't easy. Be too bad for that. Yeah, well, that's what you said. We played the 50 states game. Yeah. Where you had be to really drop bad. a memory. I'm gonna hate this. Remember, you lost 24 to 26. <laughs> just over majority was the. <laughs> All right, so um, Buffalo. Let's start easy. New York. Great, 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 great. Thank uh, you. New Haven. New Connecticut. Great, great. <laughs> You're doing very well. Uh, let's let's do one more easy one. Baton Rouge. That's not in America, is it? What? <laughs> 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 where's All right, and this concludes our game. Thank Wait, you very much for Baton playing. Rouge? <laughs> I've it's literally that. in the state that spurred the conversation. It's in, it's in Louisiana. Oh, really? Baton Rouge. Yeah. The only thing I know exists in, Lu- in Louisiana is New Orleans. New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the game. <laughs> We hope you all enjoy. That's the capital of Louisiana. I really need to know Which that. Which makes it a little bit worse. You got Louisiana right on that game, but I guess you also thought that Arkansas bordered Nevada. So, <laughs> but I don't know th- if this is necessarily in Louisiana. It's like it's so weird what this. It's kind of its own version of America, really? but it's not like it's not like, uh, 
re- uh, GTA because they they mention New York and stuff. Really? So it's like some fictional. I say it's their version of Louisiana. It's a Lu- it's I mean of New Orleans. It's a New Orleans type town, but I think it's basically like a fictional place in a real world, like a fi- fictional states in America. But it's like was the last game similar America. to that? I, I remember real name locations. Yeah, I, I mean you went to Mexico yeah. and stuff, and it was, uh, you were in like it was like New Austin, and I think they talked about New York probably. So yeah, it's the same. I mean the the first game's map is in this game. I don't know how I can't get to it right now. It's yeah. actually kind of um, this isn't really a spoiler. I don't think it's not okay. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> you said it's not like I, I don't want to do a spoiler, <laughs> but at the, like it, there's like a fog of war. You can't see the entire map at the beginning, and you like as you explore it, you like uh-huh. reveal it. Um, but the fr- I know the first the first game's entire map I believe is in this game, but uh at the beginning at least like if you go to that area you are wanted on site you are like wanted dead or alive on site so it's basically like you you, you can go to that area but it, you're just going to be struggling to survive you have to outrun run away from the cops so it's like so the old grand theft auto games when you would go to the wrong island and you have a five star yeah, rating so i don't know at what point in the game you can easily go there but yeah basically it's like that it's crazy that that is pretty insane t- t- tell me this so it starts slow you're opened up to this new world really immediately, and it's an amazing opportunity. What is the best thing that you know and what you know now? What would you do first if you if you had to go back? Of what? Like if you were doing that experience again, knowing what you know now, what would be the first thing you Which do? Which experience? The most fun initial. Playing this game? No, so when you're opened up to the new world, after the bad pacing of the beginning oh. of the story, you said it's a, it's a moment when you're opened up to it. What's the no. best way to take advantage of that moment? Like, is there a specific most fun, like, leisurely activity? Like, strangling Um, rabbits? Well, no, I would just follow the story missions for a while because there's just so much in this game that, I don't know, probably the first, like, ten hours of the story is kind of, like, slowly making sure, like, showing you all the different things you can do in the game, like, Mm -hmm. activities and stuff. So, I mean, pretty much instantly there's, like, something, there's, like, a guy that takes you hunting, and there's, like... The dude that teaches you like loans, like loan sharking, and there's like a bunch of things that basically the story is introducing you to. So I would follow the main story missions for a little bit until you decide, hey, I want to go do this thing and then go do that. Uh, I robbed a train. It was really fun. <laughs> that seems like fun. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's really cool. Was it like Breaking Bad style robbing it, like bomb under a bridge type deal? Uh, well, that's part of the. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything. Oh, the train is part of the story. The, no, I mean, it, it, I did it separately, too, from the, the story. So okay. there, there's a mission where you rob a train. But also, I, uh, you get, like, in the, the train in the world, you get, like, the animations are so good, too. I was, like, r- riding alongside it, and then I hopped up on the side of my horse and jumped onto the mm-hmm. train. And then I, like, fought through, like, the cars, and there was, like, the passenger cars. And the best thing to do is, like, rob them, rob all the passengers on the passenger car first. <laughs> yeah. Um. Because once the train stops, they could just run off. Do that. Go through it. Uh, there's, like, different carts that you could just, like, loot, like, the stuff on the cart. And the coolest thing is at the front, uh, I, did, I did not expect you to be able to do this. So there was a conductor. I biffed him. Uh, Dead. I fought him. Uh, biffed him. And <laughs> <laughs> but then you can actually you can take control of the train. You can drive it. You can, like, tell that's pretty cool. Yeah, and that's cool. You can never do that in games. Good. Real quick, what does that mean for – does that just mean stopping and slowing down? Does a train yeah. have other controls? 
I mean, that's pretty much it, right? And you can do, you can, I think you can do like a horn and stuff. <laughs> Choo -choo. So, when I, that's the nerdiest answer to what was the best part of robbing the trip. Well, they let me honk the horn. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, let's remind you that this podcast is made possible by the support of Loot Crate. This month is time for Red Dead. Next month is time for Fallout. Right now, it's time to get some cool collectibles in the meantime. Loot Crate is a fantastic company, and they make our podcast possible. Let me tell you about them. Loot Crate is a monthly mystery crate that delivers the best in geek plus gaming gear. From collectibles to apparel to tech gadgets to art to other epic gear, it's like Comic-Con in a box. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box service for epic geek and gamer items in pop culture and video games. For less than $20 a month, you get six to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and more. I like unique one-of-a-kind items. That's like, all right, we have a lot of cool shit. What's seven ways we can describe it? Really? <laughs> I'll put it in here if you want. <laughs> you have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate when the cutoff happens. So we're past the, the cutoff for October. Let's go and check uh, our code to see what this month has. So let's go to trylootcrate.com. Have I been talking into the mic? <laughs> I really hope so, Might dude. be awful. I really, <laughs> really hope so. <laughs> I've just been like looking at you, but the mic's been here. I think it's getting it. <laughs> let's just pretend it. Well, I'm not going to edit it. I'm just going to like collapse the, the things together. So we're going to go to it. This month, I think they had some Halloween shit going on. Uh, right now... If you use our code, there's some uh, there's some really cool shit. This is Westworld, Bioshock, Better Call Saul. Ooh. If you guys haven't seen Westworld, watch that shit. It's pretty good. There's some really cool shit. There's uh, it's gonna be years before it comes back on. There's right? potential stuff for Rick and Morty, Bob's Burger. Really, I any of the media properties that you can possibly like uh, are generally included on some sort of rotation here. And they have different types of crates, different themed crates for different options, all starting at under $20 a month. So if you're listening now and you want to take advantage, that's trylootcrate.com slash smart. Be a smart boy. Trylootcrate.com slash S-M-A-R-T and use our code BRIDGE10. I like their logo. Did they change it since the beginning? I don't think it was always like that. That's a good logo. No, I think that's a like a last two years thing. That's pretty recent. I like it. So trylootcrate.com slash smart. Use the code BRIDGE10 for 10% off your first new subscription. Thank you to Loot Crate for sponsoring our podcast. Yeah, thank you. So we're going to come back to, to Red Dead here in a little bit. <laughs> Shout out to Brett Davis, dude. This is his IMDb page. Yeah, I have a specific thing about Red Dead I want to talk about later that I feel like hasn't been talked about much. Cool. So we're, we're going to jump back to, to Red Dead. I wanted to bring up a little bit about um, Epic is in the news, believe it or not. Epic Games? <laughs> yeah. Dude. What do they make? Uh, Gears of War, dude. <laughs> the uh, makers of Gears of War story, makers of uh, Fortnite. We've been talking about them forever, and it's almost annoying. But I found it interesting to maybe dive deeper beyond what Epic is doing to the effect that Epic is having on the industry. So what I did is I, I worked and I compiled a decent amount of numbers so that we can get some relevance to what Epic is doing and then how that compares to other video game publishers slash developers like Take-Two, who's responsible for Rockstar, 2K, and some of the – like. Red Dead, the game we're talking about right now. Yeah. EA, Activision, XYZ. The reason they're in the news this week is that Epic Games raised $1.25 billion in funding. Jesus. How? Which is an insane amount of money. Why? They don't need that. Yeah, like, <laughs> what are they even doing? <laughs> it's likely related to esports, if I had to guess. It's probably some sort of investment towards the, the continuing of Fortnite as an esports game. 
so that according to the New York Times, they raised $1.25 billion in funding. The last headline making round of investments, the last time they made a huge amount of money in investing, was when the Chinese video game giant Tencent bought a 40% stake in the company when they were valued at about $825 million. So it's 2012, they were valued at $825 million. To put that into perspective, on the Epic Games timeline, the first Gears of War came out in 2006. Gears, or 2012, when they were worth $825 million, was in between the release of Gears 3 and Gears Judgment, which is probably around, if not just after, the peak of that series' popularity. Are they making another one? Yeah. Uh, Gears, so yeah. Gears uh, 4 came out in 2016. Gears 5 is projected for 2019. So that that was around the, the peak time, but I thought eight hundred twenty five million is a lot of money for a developer that seemingly has one property in the in the works right now. So I wanted to kind of look outside the lines and see what have they made that was deemed a commercial success, and then how d- how did they reach that valuation? So some of the other successful games they've had outside of the Gears of War Fortnite situation, they had the Unreal Tournament series, which was undeniably a success. Infinity Blade, which was an iOS series that kind of changed the landscape of mobile games. And Shadow Complex can be argued as a success. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it's good. Yeah, if, if you've been the numbers around enough, it could definitely be argued. So that puts their current valuation, which is what their company is marked or valued at in the market, it's something that's insane. Post Fortnite era, right now, it's estimated they're worth about $8.25 billion. Which is insane. That's ridiculous for like an inf- yeah. for Epic. L- l- let's put that into perspective of other um, video game publishers. Yeah. Do you have like a Rockstar? I do. I'm about to look it up. So, let's so I I have the parent company of Rockstar, which is Take Two. So okay. this not only includes Rockstar, but it includes 2K and a bunch of other developers. Um, well, is Epic the parent company? Like, is, he, is that the highest up it goes? Yeah. E- Ep- Epic owns itself. They've had partnership agreements with different studios, but never they've never been purchased. Okay. Um, so Activision is worth $48.89 billion. So they're, they're, they're worth about six times more than Epic Games. Electronic Arts is worth about $36.35 billion. Uh, Ubisoft is worth 9.32, and Take-Two is worth 10.75. So currently, as it stands... Did you say, did you say Rockstar? Rockstar is owned by Take-Two. Oh, Take-Two. How much is that? $10.75 billion. <laughs> the company responsible for GTA V... Um, Red Dead Redemption, and this is including every like NBA 2K game, Borderlands, like all these insane series. They're worth nearly the same amount as Epic Games. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's crazy, it's dude. That's a lot of money. <laughs> I'm just thinking about that. Like, a people, I've heard like people describe like you can't really wrap your head around how much even a billion. How much dollars a bill- is. Yeah, because like a, a million is it's one. Thousand thousand, yeah. Uh, one one billion, billion is exponentially more than that. It's it's one million thousand, which is just insane. Yeah, don't say it like that. You hurt my head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's all right. So there's it's three one more, more million zeros. than nine hundred ninety nine million dollars thousand million million thousand. That's mil- easier. <laughs> 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 you, you can't even get that sentence out. <laughs> Uh, so I, w- I wanted to dig behind and say, well, th- this is interesting that the trend is going in this direction. A lot of Fortnite's revenue uh, and a decent amount of Gears of War's revenue is based on things that aren't necessarily standalone game purchases. I mean, Fortnite, for the most part, most of my friends who play it play the free-to-play version. Uh, 
So I, I dug in a little bit deeper but in the numbers. People, people, I'm sure they get tons from the microtransactions from that. They definitely and I do, do know a lot, a lot of people that have bought Save the World and really like it. Unfortunately, we don't really have the, they, they haven't really statistics about uh, a, like a comparison of their revenue specifically broken down from game purchase to DLC, but we do have industry-wide research and data. So as of 2017, the video game market as a whole is worth about $78.61 billion. That's the United States alone. That's hardware sales, software sales. 80% of the revenue in video game companies in 2017 was generated by software sales. Not a big surprise. 20% uh, is by hardware sales. If you go further into the software sales, so that 80%, and examine revenue generated by the base game versus revenue generated by DLC. So just purchases of the, the physical or, or digital base game versus like cosmetics or extra maps or whatever, you'll notice a significant trend in buying power. According to research done by the Capcom International Development Group sourced by WEPC.com, in 2011, 80% of software revenue generated came from the base game, while an additional 20% came from DLC. That's just seven years ago. 80% of revenue from a video game sale came from you buying the base game. Cut to last year, 2017, only 40%, I can't talk, <laughs> only 46% of revenue came from the base game, while 54, the majority of revenue made from games is now in DLC. And that includes microtransactions. That includes microtransactions. Yeah. It's, it's I mean, just I believe a huge I feel like GTA alone made that change a lot. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. I mean, have I you spent money in GTA? Yeah. How much Definitely. money do you think you spent? Dude, I have no idea. There's a stat. I want to look at it so bad. I need to when I get home. It shows you how much money you've gotten in GTA Online. Mm -hmm. And then I you can I can want to break that down into real-life money. I'm sure it's over $1,000. That you've spent? No. <laughs> no. But that I've... I've the, the translation of GTA money into real life money. Is this including money that you've also earned, though? Like, if I just bought, yes. Yeah. How, if you had to quantify that, like, how, mu how much do you think you've bought relative to earned? Because mm. late game shit costed way more. Yeah, I know. And I didn't really... Well, that's the thing. I was never one to really grind or anything. So if I really wanted something, I'll just fucking buy it. So I'm going to say a number. You just give me a bump or under, okay? For for what? Uh, yeah, I'm going to say an amount that you've spent in GTA. And you just tell me if you've spent more or less than this. And then we'll, we'll once we start getting confused, that's where we'll put the gradient. Well, $50. Well, does that count the base game? Because I've bought the game three times. All right. That's a good – I guess on PC. P PC, Xbox, Xbox 360, 360, Xbox, Xbox One. $180 right there. That is insane. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. Which I think that alone is more than I've spent on any game. Uh, and then on top of that, I don't I don't buy shark I don't buy shark cards often, but I have. Uh, mm. All right, so uh, in in just one second we're gonna touch on that. I'd say I'd say maybe like four hundred dollars. Uh, in just one second we're gonna we're gonna touch back on that. We will be right back after this quick commercial break. And we are back. Uh, I do feel compelled to tell you the technical difficulties we experienced were internal technical difficulties. <laughs> um, 
You want? Should I tell him or you? It's your fucking anus. Oh yeah, I, I, sh- <laughs> I shit. I, it was it was becoming a problem. You notice I was starting to slur my words. It was distracting me. You ever, you ever you ever have to go to the bathroom so bad that your activities seem like drunk? Like you wouldn't pass a sobriety test. You have to poop so bad. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so we're, we're going to talk more about Red Dead here in a minute, but I I, I do want to finish up the conversation we were having. So we talked about how the contrast in 2011 to 2017, it went from 80% base game sales and 20% DLC revenue to 46% base game sales and 54% DLC revenue in just a seven-year span. So that's that's a huge, uh, huge trend that's super interesting, and it's probably only going to get worse. We talked last week about Blackout and Call of Duty yeah. on how it might – at least it has the chance to change up the Call of Duty release pattern. Uh, and I think we're probably going to see a lot more longer strategy type of games. GTA Online style where they can I, support I, it. I, I mean, that's actually while. what I was going to – I'm going to talk about about Red Dead. Is oh, really? What online might be, but Dude, th- no, don't get to that yet. Yeah, well, I, I only have one more thing to talk about. We, we can say that in just a minute. I just wanted to bring up that's a 121% increase in just seven years. It's a massive market change. Uh and I, I think some of that is also attributed to how the console and PC market has changed as well. Um, in 2008, that was the peak year in the last uh, decade of like hardware sales. So this is just consoles, like a PlayStation 3. <laughs> 2008 was the peak year. I think that was the PlayStation 3's release year. So in 2008 to 2017, there's a down year every year until then. So a nine-year term where every year they sold less and less consoles until 2017, which is the release of the Nintendo Switch. Nintendo is now the only company, and 2018 is projected to be an additional increase from then. But Nintendo is the only company that isn't embracing this new pattern of uh, release schedules. They're not necessarily embracing the, the new trend, and I don't think they've ever been one to really embrace trends. And they're still surviving as well. So that, that's also an interesting note that yeah. they don't necessarily have to. It means that not everybody has to as well, you know? Yeah. But it's also Nintendo is a much like they're way more than their game consoles. Like they have their – they make in, in, in like a, a ridiculous amount off of just like merchandise and yeah. things like that. And uh, Yeah, definitely. And like they have they – ha- it's not like they don't have microtransactions on like their mobile games. Mm-hmm. And Things like that. Which, that should be mentioned about the Epic Games thing. We talked about them being worth $8.25 billion. That's an estimated approximate worth. Uh, that also includes all of their commercial properties. So that's not just their their games. That's not just, like, their current or past games. It's also the Unreal Engine, which it's – yeah, I can't find information yeah. telling me what percentage of their revenue comes from that. Uh, but you have to imagine it's a pretty it's substantial a lot. Yeah, so amount. many games use Unreal. Yeah, and that, that's the big difference between uh, them and the other uh, three people we talked about. So, like, Ubisoft, EA, Take-Two, uh, Activision even. None of them have game engines that they're licensing out to people. So it may seem like they're competing with all these other guys from just a purely software point of view. But there's definitely a world where the majority of their revenue comes from the Unreal Engine. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I imagine it does because so many games use it. Yeah, and that, that's from indie to injustice too you know like (laughs) it's a really impressive sweet unity is the only other engine and they're independent right 
Uh, I know I they're not the only other I engine, think so. but yeah, they're the only they're other the, major player in the game. Yeah. I don't know. That's I, I imagine so. No, it's. <laughs> <laughs> we should get you a shirt that says, uh, "I don't know." I imagine so, on the back, and then nothing on the front. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> that's the that's the side. That's the other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I just thought it was interesting to try to figure out what trends are going on. We're, we're going to try to we're going to try to do more analyzing and, and different pieces of market data on some upcoming episodes. Look forward to episode fifty where we have something special planned as well. Let's talk about Red Dead Two multiplayer a little bit. Yeah, so I just find it interesting. The games come out. I think by the time uh, GTA Five had come out, that initial trailer for GTA Online, I believe, had already come out. Right. Uh, so people knew what to expect a little bit. Really, we know absolutely nothing about Red Dead Online. Uh, Does that scare you? N- no, I don't know. I uh, so my biggest thing. I I'm sure it's just gonna, it's going to be like an open world experience, like on the in the vein of GTA Online, but not the same. Not it can't be exactly the same. Um, I'm sure they're going to incorporate a lot, but like GTA Five, a lot of features were lost going from the campaign on multiplayer like mm-hmm. like a couple examples like there were no animals in online right uh there's a lot of things a lot, a lot of like smaller things that you do in the campaign that didn't transfer over like there's buildings like, yeah there were less yeah there were less enterable buildings things like that um and i'm curious what sacrifices they're going to have to make for this although you also have to keep in mind that this is also their first next-gen release. So they might not have to make too big of sacrifices. Right, Although right. I did hear uh, – although I, th- I believe a lot of the sacrifices they had to make uh, were because of server size stuff right, as opposed Which to – Which would make sense. Yeah, as opposed to, like, console like capabilities, like hardware. power processing yeah. issues. Yeah. Um, but I just – I really – I can just – from the base, like, so many of the details that are in the campaign – I can really see it being one of the best online experiences, period. And I really hope it is. I don't know what they're going to take from it, and I'm very curious as to... Do you see the base game being similar to that of GTA V? Just, like, how it generally works? Or do you see them skewing from that model? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be, like, an open world with, like, some things, some events to do. Hopefully more so than GTA Online, like... Because there's just so much to do in this game. Yeah. I'm assuming you'll be able to do it. They, they can't – I don't think they can take out animals. It's such a huge part of this game. Um, the, the real reason this is going to be better, uh, it, it, I swear to God, if they gave me a cell phone that Lamar or Lester can call on <laughs> out. <laughs> Lord Lamar the Job King <laughs> calling us up. I don't want a job, Lamar. <laughs> I don't want a job. I'm with my friends or right Lester, now. Can I yeah. call you back? And then you hang up. Well, that's like a and meme. And then he calls again. They did like a meme of uh, – Lester calling you on Red Dead. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> but uh, that's the fact that yeah. you'll like for any of those in world events online, th- if they do a similar pattern, you'll probably have to go to like a post or something to find that out. Yeah. Or there'll be like but smoke or some sort of shit. It's just not as invasive and that sounds dope. Yeah, exactly. And there's just so many things that present such good. The customization in this game is even like if there were. M- I don't know. I haven't like found all the options, and if it was there was just like a clothing store and stuff, it is n- like the actual what you can customize is far more in depth than GTA. Uh-huh. Uh, 
So I, if they allow you to, because Red Dead One, you couldn't create an online character. You picked from a template of all like the story mode characters. You could like you could pick one and play as. Like, sort of thing. And some of them weren't story. Some of them weren't like main characters. It was just like there were different gangs, and you could just like it's like pre-made m- player models. Right. Right. Um, this one, I assume they're gonna allow you to create completely customize your character. Uh, Which that'll be cool. And there's just so many things that are just will, will be so cool. Like the the idea of your horse being your like inventory, like uh, or like being storage for like your guns and stuff, because that was a thing in in Red Dead. Like everyone had every would get like every gun on the player on the gun wheel. Yeah, just have access to everything. And I like the idea that like in this game you can carry, two. I guess you can dual wield pistols if you need to. Ew, I don't. I, can't, I don't have that yet though. Uh-huh. Um, but then you can just carry like two like two pistols and two main weapons, which is cool. And that's all. Yeah. And uh, it should kind of work like a pick ten system in like an <coughs> online shooter, you know? Yeah, but it's it's I don't know it's I'm very excited for the online experience. Like I am so excited. I hope like the because the, the world is th- massive. This is the ma- biggest world Rockstar has done, um, and just like there's so much to explore. And yeah. the, the world it's so dense too. It's not like I feel like GTA Five. Once you leave this city, like Blaine County, it's just kind of like it's nice, but it's just kind of empty. There's not a lot. Yeah. Um, this world, like, there's just stuff everywhere, and so many cool secrets in the world to explore, like areas you can enter. Uh, and that was one of my favorite things about the original online was like me and my friends would like find places, and that would be our base, and we'd fight against other posse's. Which I imagine yeah. that's my theory for what they're gonna do for the online mainly is like you're gonna be able to have like a gang, a gang, and then uh, yeah, and then you're basically just like rivaling like fighting with other gangs um is, is your goal to to be mostly done with the with the campaign is that is that what you're gonna try to do because we yeah, have about a it's month it's a massive uh, uh, campaign but yeah yeah it's i think it's, it's in it's like 60 hours 65 hours jesus christ um but, th- but actually i don't know if that's the campaign or just complete or completion i don't know Th- that's what I would be afraid of. Like when I when I played, um, I didn't finish Grand Theft Auto before I started playing the online. Have you never you never finished GTA Five's uh, campaign? I ended up doing it, okay. uh, but I, I went back way later to do it, just because it took me. I, I, online took <laughs> all of the GTA out of me. That's fine. And, and then I, I, I took a break. So I, I do want kind of a conclusion to this story. I think I'm gonna try to do all the story before I do. I've heard the story is very very good, um, but yeah. I don't I, I don't know. I'm I, I'm fine with it just being single player right now. That's kind of what I need right now. But I'm I am very excited to at least have information on what the online is going to be. Yeah. Also, they say they said it's going to be like a month after release, like November. Um, there's going to be a beta, but we're also still not sure if that's like a ongoing. I don't know if it's going to be like the, the now that it's in beta, but you can just ever it's open beta and people will play it until it re- is officially released. Or it's just gonna be like a week beta, like a couple, like a weekend. It'll of probably beta. be. That. That's what they did for Grand Theft Auto. No, the GTA. No, their online just released. They had a beta one week before. It was a private thing. They had uh, uh, like it was. Oh, did they? I can't remember that. Yeah, I think it was a pre-order thing. I can't remember how they distributed the beta code. Well, if it's just one like week, that's one thing. But I don't they know. They had like a three-day thing, and then it was another week, and then they, yeah. they released. I it. don't know how long it's, it's gonna be. Oh yeah, the beta segment of it. But I don't know, and I've also keep people keep saying two months. I think they said one month. I guess I think they, they could did delay say it. one month. They could delay it, but I don't know. 
Yeah, I, and if they did, I wouldn't be completely heartbroken. Not that I don't want it. It wouldn't be surprising it. since they still haven't shown a single thing. That That is kind of worrisome. Because that's either like a really baller move, like they're about to dr- fucking drop it on our heads, or yeah. they're fucking worried as shit. Because I remember the first trailer for GTA V's online, and it was so cool, and I was so excited for it. It's the same thing they did with this game. It's, that one, it's the same girl. Same female talking over those yeah. gameplay trailers. <laughs> I remember that. Like, the Red Dead Redemption experience it will be amazing, and you're going to come in your bridges. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get to come. I wasn't excited for GTAs Online because I didn't. I just didn't think that it was going to be viable. We played a little bit of it, and it was really fun. We didn't play it for long, but. Yeah, well, I mean, every time I played it, that's <laughs> that makes me feel bad that that's only a little bit in your <laughs> In your mind. I, I felt like I played way too much of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel bad for, you, I guess, you. <laughs> I've played, uh, that's definitely the game I have the most hours in. Really? It's All time. Either that or Minecraft. Yeah, Minecraft has Mi- to be up there. Yeah, Minecraft over, uh, like, if I go over, like, every, like, PC and console, definitely probably Minecraft. But GTA Five up there. For me, uh, S- definitely number two. Season one of The Walking Dead. I can't leave Lee. I fucking can't. <laughs> yeah. I won't do it. Dude, I've been paused for six fucking years, dude. And, uh, I wouldn't say that's gameplay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. Then uh, Tale from the Borderlands. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I, I just it's, – it's just so weird not having anything. Uh, actually, hold on. So live It's definitely weird. Live experiment. I want to see what happens if you go to online on the menu. It's an option? Uh Oh, is it not? Why would it be? <laughs> Uh, I think I saw it. That'd yeah. be super surprising. If w- it, was it an option, or did it just say like coming soon? I don't, I don't know, but I, I think it was an option. Uh, maybe at the main for, like, main menu before the game was officially released. Like leaks had it on the main menu. Oh, I could see that. Um, I could see maybe like um. But yeah, I, I guess I don't know. <laughs> yeah, never mind. I don't know. I thought it would be an option on the main menu. Doesn't look like it did. But we'll, we'll see. We're we're really excited for it, and that that'll. That'll be fun. Do you think the servers are going to have roughly the same amount of people a GTA lobby had? Is that what your expectation is? I don't know. That's a good question. I think it could have more. I just don't, I don't really know what they're capable of. I <laughs> don't really know. What that's so scary. I think they could do a lot more than what they did with GTAs online, like in terms of what they have to sacrifice uh, from the campaign. And I think with, like, yeah, if they had hunting it's, in, it's like, a GTA, bigger world, so a big they, I think they, could, they definitely should have more people. When I think back to like Grand Theft Auto, I think that if there were less mission type of activities, because like you and I play golf a lot, <laughs> like we would just play like the sports. Yeah. If there were more like in world types of things to do, we would have done more of those things and probably had more fun with the missions too. Yeah. So I, I think that with Red Dead, there's just more opportunity. Like the universe has so much more. Yeah. There's so many activities to do in this game, and I haven't even scratched the surface really. Dude, because it's uh, old, people were fucking bored then. Yeah. So they would make games or things out of anything. I, 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 like, I, I'm not, I don't know, I don't really know how to play poker. I'm going to learn for this game. No, you are <laughs> fucking not. Because you can play poker in the game. I'll teach you how to play poker. Would uh, you come, I play sometimes, would you come with, uh, I know how to play blackjack. I think there's blackjack in this game. There's dominoes, I can play dominoes, I know how to play dominoes. What do you mean you know how to play dominoes? What do you mean, what do you mean, what do you mean? <laughs> I know how to play dominoes. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you make mean? A little, you make dominoes. a big swastika of the dominoes on the table. <laughs> when were you playing dominoes? What? When were you playing dominoes? I've done it, I don't know, like at school with my family. It was like a family thing? Okay. I, I mean, I, I think I did it at school too. Like they, they, would, they would have like game days and 
we would pull out the dominoes. No one was pulling out the dominoes on game <laughs> yeah, days. Yeah, everyone was Where did you go to games? school? I Where they would dominoes. have game days. <laughs> well, the teachers would get lazy, and they'd be like, nah, fuck you. There's some board games in the closet. Go at it. And then everyone would get the good board games, so we'd play dominoes. First names only. Name two people you've ever played dominoes with that Melissa. aren't. Oh, are you thinking, like, are, are the teachers or the students? No, not the, <laughs> not the teachers. The you were playing dominoes with the teacher, you, you loser? Know, do you know Melissa? You know which teacher that is. Fifth grade. Fifth grade. Oh, no, you were not. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you were. All day. <laughs> God, whore. Whore you are. <laughs> you were in the, I think you were in the class next to me. Do I know that? I don't know that. I was fucking class president in fifth grade. I, I threw the dominoes at the guy. Well, who was your fifth grade teacher? Last name. Hess. <laughs> oh. You had yeah, a R, she, right? Was you right next door? R. You had Miss yeah, Ramos, I, right? Yeah, yeah, Ramos. <laughs> what Why a funny <laughs> conversation. <laughs> to censor. I know. Uh, in the early podcasts, we were, like, shitting on teachers at RSVP. <laughs> yeah, because we were <laughs> in <laughs> school. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had, we had class right next to each other. Um, yeah. Dude. Didn't know each other. There was How did I know that? There was, there was a kid who... Yeah, I don't. I'm not certain he said that. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, there was a kid. Did you have the kid who jerked off in fourth grade? Did you know him? <laughs> oh, he would jerk off in class, and he didn't think anyone could see him. But we all saw him. Cause it wasn't like a. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> thinks <laughs> they're sneaky with sex stuff. Can we talk about that? Uh, I I'm not certain I want to because you and I talked about that. Oh last yeah, week. never mind. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone who like does stuff like. In a room with someone, I'd be like, they don't know. Everyone knows. <laughs> can, can I say that I feel bad because I feel like, I feel like <laughs> you get that. It. Here we are. <laughs> I feel like you get that more than most people. I feel like people have sex around you <laughs> a fair amount. <laughs> That's true. That's it's for some reason a couple times. Say, yeah, enough times for it's it to be a topic a on times. a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, go to trylootcrate.com slash smart. <laughs> uh, yeah, trylootcrate.com slash smart. They keep the lights on in our studio. They're really great people. Uh, you get 10% off for using the code BRIDGE10. B-R-I-D-G-E-10. BRIDGE10 at trylootcrate.com slash smart. Be sure to check out new episodes of the Drive By Dogs Collection. You can find episodes of this show and all of the other podcasts we host, all conveniently located under one RSS feed. That's the Drive By Dogs Collection on your preferred podcast provider. And new episodes every Tuesday with Fritz coming back in three weeks. Thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Au revoir. <laughs> <laughs>